Welcome to the Lifestyle Edit Podcast, a show about creative female entrepreneurs and the businesses they've built. I'm your host, Naomi Mdudu, the Lifestyle Edit founder, business strategist, and coach to creative female founders ready to scale their businesses with intention. Each week, I sit down with a guest to pull back the curtain on the strategies successful entrepreneurs are implementing to scale their income and increase their impact. We are cutting out the fluff to give you weekly insights to uplevel your mindset and tap into your infinite potential to create a life and business you love on your own terms. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. Hi friends, and welcome back to another solo show of the Lifestyle Edit podcast. So by the time this goes out, the final quarter will be well and truly underway. So I just wanted to hop on and talk to you guys all about how you can increase your customer base this quarter by utilizing all of the hard work that I know that you've been doing over on Instagram. So if you haven't already, definitely check out our episode with Erin Trafford from StoryCo. It's episode 57. And in that episode, she talks all about how to generate six figures as an influencer or a person of influence, even with a small following. So I really wanted to pick up from that episode and just go deeper into the not so secret strategy that is allowing people to monetize their Instagram following without relying on brand partnerships and sponsorships. So in that episode, Erin touched on something that's really important that I want to get into before we start talking about all things strategy. So she really stressed that it is so important to get crystal clear on who you're here to serve. So I don't know if you feel it, but right now there is just so much pressure around the numbers of followers that we all have right now. But as entrepreneurs, I believe to a large extent, it's a vanity metric. More followers don't equal more profit. I have seen it in many businesses for my own eyes. So that is number one. So followers may be numbers that impress sponsors, but sustainable revenue generating businesses are built on engagement and connection. And that's why I really wanted to talk to you about that today. So, you know, how can you create such a deep connection with your followers that working with you or buying your product or service becomes just a natural transition no pushing, no convincing, just really natural, seamless sales. So I can hear you all thinking, well, how? Um, So first things first, you want to create content with your consumer in mind, content that connects them, connects you with them on a deeper level. So especially as service-based businesses, I feel that people are really missing a trick by not utilizing captions. I don't think it's enough anymore to just simply post like boss life or butt first coffee. Um, It doesn't differentiate you from anybody else. You want to forge a deep and meaningful connection with your clients and customers. And most of us are operating in a saturated market. So creating messages and copy that enable people to connect with us on a deeper level is what moves us from being a commodity in a crowded market to a viable business. You want your ideal customer um, to connect with you. Your ideal customer could go to anybody else for your product or service, but you know that you've got your messaging right when they come to you because you're the only person that they want to learn or buy from. Okay, so 
How do you share more of yourself in your captions without revealing too much or going overboard? So I like to think of it as a value sandwich. So step one, identify the problem. Step two, share your experience of being confronted with that challenge. And then finally, step three, provide valuable advice on how you overcame that challenge and how you help other people do it through your product or service. So let's unpack those. So that's step one, identify the problem. So I really love starting with a question. So something like, have you ever felt like X? So why do I use that? It grabs people's attention and it primes them to want to engage think they are we're constantly scrolling through our feed you need something that's going to grab their attention so when you know your ideal client you know the things that keep them up at night the things that they really struggle with and that is what that question needs to hinge on so step two share your experience of being confronted with that challenge So it's important to show your ideal customer or client that you understand where they are right now. And that for me is my litmus test for sharing. So I will share my experiences with things like money blocks, fear of failure and things like that because it relates to the pain points of my audience. I wouldn't necessarily start sharing about topics like body image because I don't provide a service based on that. People aren't following me for that. So The biggest thing that I see is people will do that. They'll do step one and step two, but they will leave it there. They have identified with the problem. They've shared how they have encountered that, but they leave it there. They leave people hanging in the problem, you know, as, you know, a well-meaning strategy to be authentic or relatable, but it's important to round it up. And that's where the final step comes in. So step three is to give them actionable advice on how they can overcome it, how you have overcome it, how you help your clients or your customers to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. So as a rule of thumb, I never speak about a challenge that I'm going through until I'm on the other side of it and can give actionable insights and advice on how I got there. Guys, as businesses with business Instagrams, it's about service. It's about providing value. So I always say it to my clients and they laugh that nobody pays someone who's in the same situation as them. If you were looking for a trainer, do you want them to be exactly where you are and struggling with the same things? No, you don't. If you're struggling with your business, do you want to hire someone who is also struggling with their business at the same stage as you. We're all, we all, as we grow our businesses, we have different challenges, but you don't want them to be exactly where you are. You just don't. So relatability is great, but that's not going to make someone pay for your product or your service. You need to embody the transformation they're looking for and provide them value and actionable tips on how they can get there too. And It's not about giving everything away, by the way. It's about giving enough insights to give people small, easy wins. Wins that make them feel like, wow, if I get these insights for free that have helped me so much, can you imagine what it would be like to work with her? It's about positioning you as an expert and using the captions as an opportunity to show off that expertise and call in your tribe. So, 
It's about getting to know you. So sharing how you have experienced that, there's that, it, it draws people in. There's that deeper connection. It shows that you, you get it, you understand. And the more they get to know you and your personal experiences, the more we move away from being a commodity in a crowded market and we start to call in those people that we really connect with. Because again, I always want you to remind yourself that people could buy this from somebody else why are they going to buy it from you? You need to give them a reason why it should be you. So next question, how do you plan your content? So again, you're because you're leading with value, you want to create content that solves the problems of your audience. What if you don't know what the problems are? Do research on your audience, survey them, use things like the polls or questions in Instagram stories, Look at the comments people leave on your account or your competitors to kind of get some insights. Think about why your clients often come to you. What are the struggles that they're typically dealing with when they first reach out to you? And which blog posts or other content that you produce perform really well? All of these are really valuable insights into how you can serve your tribe. So I said it again before, but I'll say it again. People buy from people they believe can solve their problems. So the next step in in terms of content creation is that you want to add lifestyle elements and things that really allow your personality to come through because it's all about creating content that illustrates that you walk the walk how you embody the things you teach and the transformations your clients are looking for. So for example, if you are a personal trainer, you might want to show you stories in the feed to show how you just love exercising, that exercise can be fun and how clean living is just part and parcel of your lifestyle and something that you genuinely look forward to. Because all of those feelings may be things that your clients dream of believing. So can you see why it's important to understand where they want to be, the transformation that they're looking for? So they, when they're looking at you living that dream life that they really want to get to, it makes people feel confident following and trusting you. And they start to see you as a credible authority. They want to mimic where you are. So they're more likely to hire you to be the person that supports them in that journey. And that leads really nicely onto my final point, which is to talk about what you do. I know it sounds obvious, but people don't do it enough. And when I say people, I am talking about myself too. For the longest time, we were using our social media platforms, newsletters, things like that to really promote our content because we have the lifestyleedit.com, we have our podcast, but there are also other limbs to what we do. So we have TLE Studio, which is our consulting company. And then of course, I work as a business coach and strategist for creative female entrepreneurs with my one-on-one coaching practice and also through my business mastery group coaching program and my accountability circle mastermind. So if I'm just using my platforms to talk about my the content that we produce in our interviews, how is anyone going to know how they could hire us? So it's important we can't take for granted that people know what we that what we do, and you have to give yourself enough runway. I there's so many times where um, 
we all launch something and you know we'll all feel disappointed that people are not suddenly you know signing up or you know buying that new product but we need to give ourselves enough runway and when I say runway it's that time to really promote and build that momentum in our one of our earlier episodes we it was described as you know we're not all Beyonce we can't just drop an album or a project and expect everybody to come it's not a make it and they will come repetition is everything when I look, I feel like every year the number changes of how many times people need to hear about your product or service before they buy in, but it's constantly increasing. So we, it's our responsibility to make sure that we are explaining what we do and how we serve our community and how we can potentially serve the people that are following us on Instagram. And the biggest pushback that I often hear when I'm walking some of my clients through this is that they don't want to be salesy. But first and foremost, this is a business. This isn't your personal page. It is a business. It's your business page. So no sales, no business. Second, you're leading with value. This is not just, oh, hey, go and buy my stuff. Like with the first steps that I was talking you through, that value sandwich, you know, identifying the problem, showing how you've experienced that, but also how you have overcome it. When you're creating content, in, like I said, in that second step, that is all about creating actionable advice based on that pain point. It's a natural step that people are like, okay, I've, I've had a win with that. That that's true. And that's helped me so much. How can I continue to learn more from this person? So it's not salesy because you are leading with value. And next it's your responsibility to educate your audience about how they can work with you. If you're not willing to talk about what you do and your services, then who else is going to do it? And yes, people might unfollow you, but they're not your ideal clients. Your ideal clients will be pulled in by your value-led content. They won't be repelled. And it's better to have less people who are really invested in what you do than lots of people who aren't. And it's important to train your audience that, yes, you give lots of free value, but this is also a business. And there are ways that um, you can take that value exchange even further with them. And I just want to remind you that, you know, you started your business because you truly believe in what you do and you know that your product or service will have a positive impact in the lives of your customers or clients. Why wouldn't you want to shout out about it? So, In other words, get out of your own way. So I am constantly reminding myself that it's not about me. It's about the message. I can't let my ego get in the way of impacting the lives of the women that I'm called to serve. So I hope that helps. I know that when you have not been in that habit of promoting your services, it can feel really scary and daunting and you're afraid that you're going to turn people off. But Like I said, it's better to have less people who are really invested in what you do than lots of people who aren't. And you want to make sure that you can show up for the people who you can really impact their lives for. And if you're not telling them how you can do that, that's just never going to happen. 
So as always, guys, I really hope that you found this episode helpful. If there's anyone that you know that you feel needs to hear this, please send this on, share this, screenshot yourself listening to this, share it on Instagram stories. And if you've got any value from this episode, I would absolutely love if you can rate and subscribe today. It's the number one way we can get our content in front of more female founders. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and connect next week. So that's it for this week's episode of the Lifestyle Reddit podcast. You can download more episodes of this podcast and subscribe in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. If you enjoyed what you heard, we would love a review or recommendation. It's the number one way for us to share these stories and insights with as many creative female entrepreneurs as possible. And don't forget, all the information on how to join the TLE community is in the show notes or simply head to thelifestyleedit.com to sign up.